friends, and welcome back to another episode of Living in Hope. I am your host, Cassie Merritt. So I recently heard about this ministry called Healing Hearts. And when I looked more into it, I knew I had to have a couple of their leaders come on here and share about this ministry. And not only that, to share their stories. You know, this is a great organization that offers counseling and even group sessions for women who are hurting and are needing healing and hope in their lives. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear and learn more about this ministry. So today I'm going to be sitting down with Carol Kleins. She is one of the leaders of Healing Hearts. And her testimony, you guys, is so powerful. And I just absolutely get goosebumps when I think about, you know, as I listened to her, I could see how God was just there the whole entire time. And she could not ignore that. She could not ignore his presence in her life. So you may want to grab a box of tissues and let's dive in. All right, I am so excited because today I have Carol Klein sitting with me and she is going to open up her heart and share with you her story. And I can't wait to get into it because it's a good one. Um, Let's go ahead and have you just introduce yourself, who you are, family, all that fun stuff. Sure, sure. Well, again, I'm Carol Kleins, and I'm here just to share the the journey that I have taken with the Lord and what He has done in my life these last 67 years. And I was born in New York State and didn't grow up with um, Christian parents. I didn't know Christ. I had a belief in God, but dearly didn't know who God was. And at a very young age, I suffered abuse at the hands of our neighbor next door and by two teenage girls down the street. So that just really distorted my view of God Mm -hmm. and even my view of self and humanity. So Mm -hmm. there was a lot of mistrust within me. I carried shame a great deal through my life, Lorca, and and just identifying Mm -hmm. myself to the event that happened to me. But through all of that, God's presence was always with me. I always had, again, I had a belief in God, but really didn't know who Jesus Christ was. Didn't really know and understand that I was a sinner and and in need of his son. And so with that, with the sexual abuse, there was a time of spiraling. There was a time of searching. Mm-hmm. searching for hope, searching for what what's going to compel me through life and get me through this journey that I was on. With that, God brought just the right people. He brought the right people into, mm-hmm. um, into my life that eventually would lead me to him. But um, I found out um, when I was 20 years, 21 years old, that I was pregnant. Um, through that time of searching, there was drinking, there was partying, there was promiscuous living. And in that time, I found out that um, I was pregnant and really didn't know who to turn to. I turned to Planned Parenthood. So this this was 47 years ago that all of this took place. But again, I found out that I was pregnant, went to Planned Parenthood, and was given the choice, basically, do I want to keep this child or do I want to have an abortion? Mm. And unfortunately, I chose to have an abortion. Um, A friend took me at that time 
that I did have the abortion. And afterwards, even though I didn't know God, my question was to her, do you think God will ever forgive me? So Mm -hmm. deep in my heart, I knew Mm -hmm. the choice that I was making wasn't the right choice. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, that was after the fact and not before um, before I had made that decision. So my, my, my life spiraled more out of control. There was more drinking and more drugs and more party and just trying to um, get on with life and thinking that that was the right choice. Mm-hmm. And I could just move on as if life was normal. Mm-hmm. Well, it, there was nothing normal about my life. But again, from there, it spiraled even further. And I found myself pregnant again mm-hmm. and again made the same choice. But unfortunately, this time it was easier to make for my heart was even harder than it was before. I believe God was showing me and revealing me through that first time that yes, it was a mistake. And I hardened my heart against that and continued to spiral out of control. And I got married in 1977 to my husband now of 43 years. Mm-hmm. And through Steve, through my husband, and through other people, gradually I came to know Christ. I gave my my heart to Christ of all places at an mm-hmm. Amway convention. Oh, wow. And through that and through the example of other people that he brought in our life, some, some people who invited us to a home fellowship group. I saw a difference in them that I knew I didn't have. And so I gave my life to Christ, but even then I really didn't know what that was. I didn't know what it meant and what it looked like to be a follower of Christ. Mm. And there was a hungering there. There was a drawing. There was um, a wooing from him that I see now as I look back in hindsight. Mm-hmm. And through the church that we were attending at that time, a lady by the name of Rachel invited me to Bible study fellowship. And it was at um, Bible study fellowship that I really began to know who God was. Mm. and the woman he desired for me to be. And at the time, uh, I was also later on, about five years into Bible study fellowship, I was asked to be a leader there. And during that time of leadership, we were going through some major struggles with our teenage son who was contemplating suicide. And Mm. I went to Dell. I went to our teaching leader and told her I felt I needed to step down. And she talked me out of that time of stepping down, felt that I needed to stay. And I had no intention of divulging to her that I was what I was battling and struggling with because I really didn't know. The battle with Nick just brought other things up that I had needed to deal with, and I see that now. And so my comment to Della was, but Della, I feel like there is something dark within me, Mm -hmm. something that is separating me from God, and I don't know what it is. And at that time, she prayed for me, and she prayed Jeremiah 33, 3, that I would call to God and that he would tell me unsearchable things that I was yet to know of him. Mm -hmm. And about a month later, during my quiet time afterwards, um, God brought me to my knees, and he just brought back all the flooding emotions of guilt and shame over my abortions. And it was at that time I would have said I I knew that God had forgiven me, but I wasn't walking like a free woman. Mm. And and I asked him, Lord, why are you doing this? And mm. he, immediately the words came out, just like God spoke it through me, that I'm tired of being afraid. Mm. Tired of being afraid, tired of feeling like a fraud, that if people knew my past they would surely reject me. 
and that I was a poor example of being a follower of Christ. Mm -hmm. And it was at that time that the Lord told me it was time for me to trust him. And about a week later, a lady from the church that we were attending shared about the ministry of Healing Hearts which um, originated to be a post-abortive ministry, reaching out to women who have been traumatized by abortion and just giving them the message of hope and healing, that that abortion doesn't need to define them. Right. And so I knew then and there that that's where God was calling me and have been a part of the ministry now for almost 21 years. Oh, wow. So um, we serve an amazing God. Right. um, Right. We truly do. That is so true. You said that you knew of Christ. How did you sense that God was real? I didn't know of Christ yet. I believed Mm. in God, but I really didn't know of God's grace, the grace that he offers through his son. Scripture tells us that Jesus said to his disciples that nobody comes to me unless the Father draws him. And so there was a gradual drawing. There was a Mm. gradual leading of him just putting the right people in my life, the right people in my path Mm -hmm. to show me who he really was and that he was trustworthy and he is trustworthy, that he's not this... um, gray bearded old man <laughs> who just who's just ready to punish yeah. me for all of my wrongdoings right. he offers me grace right. he offers me healing he offers me hope yeah. and i came to realize that but it was a process yeah. of time it was a process of his pursuit right so right. i'm here because he pursued me not oh, because i pursued him he pursued so awesome. me yeah well um because of your sexual abuse would you say that you had like a great fear of god then I think that he was there to punish you, like you said? I I, I feared him. Mm -hmm. And um, yes, I feared that he was there to punish me for every wrongdoing. But I also, there was always that feeling, and I don't know that I can really put a word to it, but a feeling different from Mm. other girls, you know? And so there was always an underlying sense of shame. Hmm that um, you carry with it just becomes a part of your identity as many as I have talked to over the years Mm -hmm. shame becomes a part of who you are so that feeling of being defiled right and that is so sad because I hear that so often that the victims you know are the ones who carry that shame well and and that's the wonderful thing, too, with Healing Hearts also. Not only did it help me to deal with my abortion, right. but also with the sexual abuse of learning that, you know, there's, there's false shame mm. and there's, you know, false guilt yeah. that we can take on. And so it's recognizing yeah. the false guilt and the false shame right. and to be able to rid yourself of that yeah, where absolutely. you're not wearing that anymore and it's not a part of your baggage anymore. Yeah. But Christ removed that, not yeah. only my sins, yes. but the effect of other sins upon me. And I really, I look at like, um, you know, staying silent and which is something you did for so long. Mm-hmm. But that moment of just being able to have that conversation with God, it was like you were starting to pull down those walls. Yeah. And he was saying, okay, now you can have your true identity. Yeah. You can know your true identity, which is through me. So I know abortion is so, um, you know, I looked up before we had this interview mm-hmm. and I found that, um, and it's so sad, but 125,000 yeah. abortions yeah. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. per day. Yeah. So somebody listening to this might be going through something similar 
as you did, maybe a similar walk as you did, but they might be considering an abortion, what would you say to them? I would encourage you to reach out. Don't, um, Don't try to go this alone. And bring somebody alongside you who can um, help you to sort through the fear, Mm. help you to get past the uncertainty and really lead you and guide you to make you to make that right choice. You know, this this is a choice that's going to affect you for the rest of your life. Mm. And I can say for myself, this may be the only child you ever have, Mm. is I was never able to bear children after that. Mm. And um, God, in his grace, though, brought us two children that we did adopt. But you want to make the right choice Mm. because it it will affect you for the rest of your life. And so you can reach out to us at um, Healing Hearts. And um, we're on Camino Chapel's website, so you can find us there. Mm. Find my number and Susan Owen's number, and you can contact us. Or you can contact Pregnancy Resource Center. There is CareNet. There is many organizations out there for individuals who come alongside you, who won't judge you, who will not condemn you, but who will lovingly walk beside you through this whole thing. Um, And I will also put those links in um in the podcast description or and how they can get in touch with somebody um for sure because yeah you don't have to go through this alone there are so many people who are willing to help um i want to know because i see it so like clearly myself um through your story but i want to know what does hope mean to you what did you learn throughout your story what hope Mm -hmm. is um, I learned that expect that it's expectant trust, mm. um, that expectant trust and confidence. I, I was putting my expectant trust and confidence in the beginning of my life and mm. the wrong things, mm-hmm. and, and now my expectant trust is in the Lord. Mm. And even though I may falter daily, right, He doesn't. Absolutely, that I can put my hope in Him, yes. um, because He is sure. And he will lead me to a sure place. Mm, and that. so that's how I would define hope yes. is that expectant trust, but it's that expectant trust yeah. in the right object and the right person. And that's Jesus Christ. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so true. God never fails. <laughs> we fail constantly. Amen. And that's the thing though. He, he always forgives us. Yes. He's always there no matter yes. what. Mm-hmm. Like we can hopefully never purposely try to try to fail but we are human and he knows that we're going to fail right yeah and without him gosh where would we be in life without him completely lost and i'm reminded you know not daily but frequently that his mercy is new every morning and great is his faithfulness even though i am unfaithful at times he remains faithful I love that so much. Thank you. Um, So I really want to talk more about Healing Hearts. I think this is such a cool ministry that I'm honestly just learning myself about. Um, And I just really want you to dig more into that. What is Healing Hearts? Healing Hearts is a gospel-centered ministry. And we come alongside women who have been traumatized in some way. They have some affliction in their life that they're unable to get past and get beyond. And maybe it is abortion, as with me. Maybe it is sexual abuse. Maybe you have been raped or you've gone through a divorce or some catastrophic loss. Mm -hmm. 
but we come alongside women with, with the hope and healing of God's word. We take them through a unique Bible study that just, again, it's God's word. God's word has a way of just opening up our heart opening up um, and revealing those areas that need to be addressed where I need to receive his healing, receive his cleansing, or maybe get to that place of forgiving Mm. um, my abuser. Mm. And so we take you through that process. We take you through that journey of Mm. healing so that you can come to wholeness Mm. to where you were then free to be the vessel that God designed you to be, to be that light for others to be Mm. that hope as he is the God of all hope. Mm. And as he pours hope and healing into our lives, we're in turn able to pour that back into others. Mm. And that's basically what we do as a ministry. We're pouring hope and healing Mm. back into these women's lives with the same message of healing that we received. Right. Yes. I love that. And I heard you say, forgive the person who hurt you. Is that something that you have done? I would say it was a process and the process began when I began dealing with my own sin Mm. and I began to understand the depth of my own sin and recognizing the depths of his forgiveness towards me. Mm. And so, and, and realizing that Lord, if you could forgive me of this, who am I to say, I can't forgive this individual. Oh man. And so it was recognizing his mercy and his grace towards me that Mm. enabled me then to exercise mercy and grace towards my abusers. Oh man, that is so incredible. I love it. I love the, what Healing Hearts is trying to do for others. And it just goes right along with what, you know, stories of hope and um, this podcast, what we're trying to do too. So I think it's so awesome to have you on here and share your story. And I seriously appreciate it so much. And I think one of our listeners out there needed to hear that. Anybody can find hope in that story. Yes. And I just thank you so much for sharing that. God's using you to share that. Again, I will make sure I have the links available for people to reach um, and figure out how to be a part of Healing Hearts. But I think that's a great spot to end with you. Thank you so much for being on here today. Well, thank you for having me. You guys, I am so moved by Carol Klein's conversation with us today. What a great one. If you guys are wanting to hear more or learn more about Healing Hearts, I will be sure to link that here. Well, I guess that's it from me. And be sure to follow me on Facebook. I would love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a great rest of your week.